You're listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus, a show dedicated to people wrestling with life and faith. Here is Pastor Nick Pierce. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Nick Pierce. So glad that you guys are here today talking about how do we respond Uh, Use whatever analogy, but how do we respond in the storms of life? How do we respond in the valleys? How do we respond in the fires? You know, there's a lot of great songs about that. Uh, This analogy, you know, you called me out upon the waters. There's another in the fire. You know, there's just, uh, just very poetic, very great. But at the end of the day, how do we respond? How do we live? What is our, uh, what is the, characteristic of a Christian, what is that descriptor of them during that time? And I think Paul gave us a great word for that, of how to respond in the storms, the valleys of our lives. Because, you know, really, I, I tell people all the time, we are either getting ready to walk into a storm, we are in one right now, currently, or we're about to walk out of one. And it's cyclical. It's just going to keep happening. Because I think the testing of our faith produces endurance, as James says. So it's, it's going to keep happening in our lives. And even Peter says, don't, don't be surprised at this. Like this is, this is normal Christian life. You live by a different set of morals, different set of values, different set of purpose, goals, than the world. And it's completely upside down to the world. So don't be shocked at this, you know. Um, and so... For us, normal people trying to live for Christ in this crazy broken world, dealing with our own crazy brokenness with people that are crazy and broken. So what do we do? How do we respond? Uh, So in 2 Timothy 3, Paul first talks about uh, the godlessness of the last days. And he just gives a slew of things that are going on. And you kind of read that and it's like, yep. That's my world. That's where I'm at. That's that's my fire. You know, at least that describes every one of us can connect with some form of that. But then in verse 10, he says to Timothy, you, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings. He talks about the things in Antioch, Iconium, Lystra, the ones he endured. Yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. So how do we respond in storms? Who's around us? Who are we looking to as an an example in our life? That helps. I think of my grandpa, Pierce. He fought in World War II. He grew up in the Great Depression, fought in World War II, Uh, worked hard for everything and endured a lot of health and medical stuff. And, and I remember when I was diagnosed, I was getting ready to go into surgery. One of the thoughts that hit me is grandpa went through surgery. I can, I can make it through this. You know, he was that example that I would look, look up to and not just in faith, but just in everyday normal circumstances of life that can become difficult. I would look to him and that would give me a, a boost to say, you know, if he can do this, you know, I can do this. And so who are the examples that we have in our lives? Who are those people we can look up to? Not just in our faith. Yes, we need those. We all, you know, we are all Timothys that need a Paul in our life. But who are the people that we surround ourselves with that are examples 
to make it through these hard times. Continuing on verse 12, 13, he says, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people, imposters, will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. He's like, don't be, don't be shocked at that. You know, it's okay to have expectations and to know what to expect going into something. You know, I think of our military. They try to get as much intel as possible. They're not just kicking down a door and running in blind and having no idea. They want to know every detail, every exit, every window, every hiding spot, how many people are in there, what do they have, are they trained? And I think it's the same for us. Have expectations. Know so that, you know, that's how Peter's saying, don't be surprised at this. Expect these things to happen so that when they do, it's you're not shocked. It doesn't shake you. Be like, hey, this is normal life. This is, you know, if, if you go on a hiking trip trying to climb Mount Everest and you are shocked that it's going to be cold and lack of oxygen, you didn't prepare yourself. But some of the first things they probably tell you is to expect this. And they tell you what you're going to expect so that when it happens, you're not shaken by it, but you're prepared by it. And so look at, and so it goes back to the examples. Look at people that are a little bit farther along in their faith and their walk with Christ. Talk to them and say, hey, if you were 35 years old or if you had just started walking with the Lord, what would you tell your younger self? And they'll give you some things to expect in this life. Lastly, verse 14, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from who you learned it. And he talks about what he learned from his childhood from the sacred scriptures. Timothy's mom and grandmother were very influential in his life. I can understand that. My grandparents very influential in my life. There's encouragement. Continue on, he says. Continue in what you've learned and stand firm in that. And so how do we respond in the storms and in the fires and in the low valleys? Who are our examples? Who are we looking up to? Now, I know the Sunday school answer, yes, we look to Christ, but who's somebody we can look at right next to us? You know, so that analogy of every Timothy needs a Paul and every Paul should have a Timothy that they're pouring into. Who's your Barnabas? Who's somebody that's just next to you and encouraging you? Second thing, expectations. Know what to expect. Don't be surprised by this. But if you have your hands over your ears and your eyes covered and you don't want to understand what the world is like, yeah, you're going to be shaken. Or if you have a false understanding of what it means to have faith in Christ, I just encourage you to dig into the truth of it and have clear expectations so that when life hits, when you hit those storms, when you hit those valleys and you're thrown into those fires, you're not shaken by it. And then encouragement. Who's the Barnabases in our life? Where do we get and receive that encouragement? Again, the Sunday school answer, which is always right. We get our encouragement from the Lord. You know, He is our example. He gives us those expectations. And He is in our encouragements. But who else do we have in our life to keep encouraging us? Because here's the beautiful thing about it. It's a redemptive impossibility for us to be alone. And I think of the song, Another in the Fire. 
See, when you're in that valley, you're not alone. David would tell you that. Yea, though he walks through the valley of shadow of death, he will fear no evil. Why? Because he's not alone. Because he understands who is with him. And this song that's referencing another in the fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, thrown into the fire. But there was a fourth. It's a redemptive impossibility for us to be alone. Because as we walk in those storms, there's Christ. When we're in those fires, there's Jesus. And we're in those low valleys. There's our Lord walking with us. And kind of like that old footprints kind of poem, there's times he just picks us up and carries us through it. So I encourage you, regardless of the valley, the fire, the storm that you are in, continue in this. Have and put around you examples and have people encourage you. Have clear expectations in this. Because we want to we want to we want to be able to say what Paul said. So if you just skip down a little bit more, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. The time of my departure has come. Easy way to say he knows he's going to be killed. But I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Every one of us is going to come to the end of our lives. And I pray that that is the words that we say. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And look what he says in verse 8. Henceforth, yeah, who, said, who talks like that anymore? There is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. Capital D, on that day. There is a specific day coming that he will reward those who have fought the good fight who have finished the race, and who have kept the faith. So I encourage you, keep fighting. If you're in the middle of that, I think that's a country song. Keep on going. Whether it's the fire, the valley, the storm of life, understand who God is and have clear expectations of Him. Not doubting his love for you, not doubting his power, not doubting his abilities, but trust he has you right where he needs you and he wants you. And to know you're not alone in that. So I hope this has been encouraging to you. Have a great week and we will see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus. If you have any questions about God or want to get deeper into your faith, feel free to hit Pastor Nick Pierce up on Instagram at Nickus1. That's N-I-K-K-U-S-1. Thanks and have a great day.